Amen. And I love you. I love this church. I, I told Brother Dennis many, many years ago, if I lived in this area, this is the church I'd go to. Amen. And uh, you got a wonderful pastor and a wonderful church. Amen. And uh, so you pray and, and uh, do all you can for the cause of Christ. Amen. Uh, 14 year, uh, 14, May the 14th. Amen. That's what they told me last week. And uh, I said, that's a good day, amen, to get married on. Uh, because 38 years ago, on May the 14th, Janet and I got married, amen, and we celebrated our anniversary. And uh, so I'm praying for you, amen. The Lord just touch you and bless you, amen, with many, many, many more. I, I, I'll say this all the time. My marriage wouldn't have lasted had I not kept God in it. Amen. I know me and I know her. Amen. And, and I know the Lord and it was God. Amen. And I'm glad God's in it. And if you keep God in it, amen, I promise you it'll work. Amen. If you have your Bibles this morning, Revelation chapter 4, I'm going to give you something the Lord gave me. Amen. And I've been up early. I got up early, early, early this morning. Amen. And, and I tried to write everything down I could remember and write everything down because in the middle of the night, God just begins to speak to you. Now, I don't know how other preachers get his message. Amen. But I, I pray in God and when he does, I've learned a long time ago to get up and write it down because I didn't do that one time. And man, it was one of the best messages I ever preached in my life. And I didn't get it up. I didn't write it down. And when I got up, it was gone. Amen. I couldn't remember a thing about it. So now I've learned to, to just jot something down about, amen. I don't know if you have dreams and visions or not, but I do, amen. And, and God speaks to my heart. And this is what God gave me here for this morning. And I hope it'll help you. Uh, and uh, I got one verse of scripture here in Revelation chapter 4, the very first verse. The Bible says, John writes this, After this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me, which said, Come up hither, and I will show these things which must be hereafter. Father God, we want to thank you once again for the privilege that we have uh, to call on your name this morning. God, we want to thank you, Lord, that we're even able to be in the house of the Lord today. God, uh, Lord, I certainly thank you this morning, Lord, uh, uh, for Charity Missions, Free Will Baptist Church. And Lord, we're praying for Brother Dennis uh, uh, this morning, Lord, that you'll touch him, God. Uh, uh, Lord, help him this morning, Lord, that he'll get to feeling better, Lord. Uh, uh, God, we do pray this morning, Lord, for the church, uh, uh, the body of Christ, every family, every home, every heart uh, uh, here this morning. God, Lord, that you would move. God, intervene. and Lord, speak to your people today, Lord. Uh, uh, God, we pray for those that couldn't be here this morning, God. Uh, uh, Lord, you'll help them. God, bless them. Lord, you know the need, God. Uh, uh, Lord, we do pray for our nation this morning, God. America is in trouble, Lord. And God, we pray spiritually, uh, uh, God, that you would move today, Lord. Uh, and God, keep your hand on this great nation, Lord. Uh, uh, God, revive America, Lord. Uh, uh, God, we pray this morning, Lord, for those that are lost, those that do not know you uh, and the free pardon of sin. I thank you for the song uh, uh, this morning, God. Uh, uh, thank God for the cross of Calvary and the blood uh, that was shed for the remission of our sins, Lord. And God, we pray, uh, Lord, for those that do not know you. They've never been covered by the blood. Uh, uh, God, we pray this would be the day of salvation uh, uh, for that precious soul. Uh, Lord, we are praying this morning, God, for those that have been saved, but uh, Lord, seemingly God have turned and walked away uh, and they don't walk with you anymore. God, we pray the Holy Ghost of God would move, get a hold of that heart. Uh, uh, God, speak to that heart. I'm glad the prodigal uh, uh, son finally came to himself and when he did, uh, he came back to the Father's house. Uh, God, would you move on this Sunday morning? May your will be done, not ours. Uh, and Father, we'll certainly thank you. God, we will praise you uh, uh, for all that you do. Now, God, anoint this body. God, take it and use it for your glory that you might be exalted above everything that is said and done that all might be drawn nigh unto you and Lord we'll thank and God will praise you for what you do in Jesus name and all of God's people said Amen. You may be seated this morning. I, I've got to give you the introduction before I can even get into this thing. And I, I wrote this down this morning uh, and I'll try to give it to you just like God was giving it to me. And I hope that it'll help you this morning. Amen. I, I want to preach just a few minutes uh, or just a few moments this morning on this thought, uh, the reality of the rapture. Even though the word rapture is not mentioned in the Bible, uh, the meaning of the word is, amen, uh, I 
I believe there, that we're living in a time where we're closer now than we've ever been to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, preacher, I've heard that my whole life. So have I, amen, especially the last 38 years of being in church. I've heard it, amen. But uh, I, I do believe, amen, that we're closer to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, right now than, than we've ever been, amen. If you read your Bible, if you study the Bible, amen, you'll know, uh, amen, that nothing really has to take place. There's no major event that's got to happen for the Lord Jesus Christ to come, amen. Hey, I, I believe that's all been done, amen. Uh, we're just waiting and looking for him, amen. Uh, uh, listen, uh, I, I believe that Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father because the Bible tells us that. And he, he's sitting, I believe he's waiting and has been waiting uh, uh, since the day that he went back and seated uh, himself there in that place. Uh, and he's waiting for God the Son, uh, uh, for God the Father to tell God the Son uh, to go get God's children. And in that moment when he does, uh, amen, Jesus is coming back, amen. Uh, he'll split the eastern skies. We know, uh, amen, we've heard, we've been told, uh, amen, and he's gonna call the church uh, out of this world, uh, amen. I, I remember when, when I was a young, young preacher about 36 years ago, uh, I announced my calling to preach and uh, being a young preacher, uh, uh, just about every revival meeting that you would go in, Brother Chris, uh, just about everywhere you would go back then, uh, amen, every, every song that would be sung, every preacher that would preach, uh, amen, it seemingly something would be said about the rapture. Not anymore, amen. Uh, we're not hearing it anymore. We don't talk about it anymore, amen. Uh, uh, listen, I, I do believe our children need to know about the rapture, amen. I believe you need to set your children down, uh, amen, and tell them there is coming a day, amen. And why do we not do that? Is it because we're not ready ourselves, Amen. Is it because we don't believe it ourselves? Amen. I do believe there has been a cooling down process. Amen. Concerning the rapturing of the church. We're closer now than we have been. All the signs are pointing towards home. Amen. I remember that old song when I first got saved. It seemed like it was, amen. I mean, everywhere you went. And the song was it says, it talked about troubles and times. It talked about that men's heart selling them and, and then it said Jesus is coming soon and it seemed like everywhere you went and, and about every service back then amen our hearts and minds were on the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ not anymore amen we're more concerned about who's sitting in the White House amen than we are about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ we're concerned amen about the prices of gas more than we are the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and I want to say something here this morning. Uh, hey man, we might not get out of this church service. Uh, Jesus could come at any moment. Uh, according to the word of God, he's going to come quick. Uh, he's going to come suddenly. Uh, hey man, and when he comes, uh, hey man, there won't be time to get ready then. Hey man, uh, it's going to happen. The Bible says uh, in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, hey man, we're going to leave this place uh, when he calls us. Hey man, uh, I like what the Bible tells us. Hey man, in John 14, 1, you know what Jesus said. He said, if you believe in God, believe also in me. He said, in my Father's house are many mansions. Uh, he said, I go away to prepare you a place. And if I go away to prepare you a place, he said, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. Amen. Uh, listen, the, the Bible promises us, y'all. Uh, the Bible teaches us uh, that the Lord Jesus Christ will come back and get his people. People. Amen. Uh, when I, I believe this, amen, with all my heart, uh, amen, uh, that what we're seeing right now is a cooling down process uh, and we better wake up, uh, we better set up and we better pay attention to what's going on. Why? Because Jesus is coming. That's why. Amen. Uh, can I ask you a question? When's the last time you as a family sat around, you and with your children and you had a, you had a conversation Conversation about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Have you ever had one with your children? Have you ever told him there's going to come a day, hey man, that the Lord's going to come and take us out of here and all of God's people are going to heaven and those that ain't ready is going to be left behind. 
And you don't want to be left behind. Amen. You don't want to be here during the tribulation. I might preach on that tonight because that's a sobering thought why you don't want to be here during the tribulation period. Amen. During that time, you don't want to be here. We think it's bad now. Brother Benny, we, y'all, we think it's bad now. What do you think it's going to be? Because what John just read, amen, what John just wrote down, what John pinned down in the Word of God was the church going out of here. The Lord saying, come up hither, amen. And after John, after Revelation chapter 4, there's no more mentioning of the church, amen. Why? Because the church is out of here. Before the tribulation, amen. And listen to this. We think it's bad now. How bad do you think it's going to be here when there ain't no God's people, ain't no church, ain't no God's people praying, and the Holy Ghost of God ain't here to bring conviction, amen. We think it's bad now. How bad's it going to be then, amen? Amen. And we need to tell our children, we need to be teaching them, amen, and letting them know that day's approaching and it could be any moment it could be any day now any day now the Lord's coming amen Jesus is coming amen he's going to come uh, you, you, you rest assured that amen some golden day break, amen. The Lord Jesus Christ uh, is going to roll back, amen, to uh, the clouds of heaven. Uh, and listen, He's going to come, amen. He's going to burst forth from the sky and He's going to call His people home. He's coming. Somebody help me preach, amen. According to this book, He's coming back. And, and let me say this, now's not the time uh, to change course, amen. Now, now's not the time to change directions. Now, Now's not the time, amen, to change doctrine. If we believe that, and listen, I got saved 38 years ago, and you know what they taught me and preached to me? Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. You better be right. You better look right. You better live right. Amen. You better do right. Why? Because the Lord's coming. That's why. Now ain't the time to change doctrine. Amen. And put this thing off. And now's not the time to cool off. Now it's not the time to change course. It's not the time to change our belief. It's not the time to change our convictions, amen, I got convictions I don't preach my convictions y'all, I preach what this book says I've got some convictions, amen and I believe if you got some, bless God you ought to live by them because he gave them to you, amen Amen. we better not change this morning, it's time what the Bible tells us, here it is to be steadfast, unmovable always abounding in the work of the Lord, that our labor be not in vain, amen Uh, so what are we doing as a church, amen. What are we doing as a body of Christ uh, uh, concerning uh, the rapture? I, I'll say this, it's real this morning. Amen. You, you can go out of here and believe what you want to. You can go out of here and say what you want to. I'm telling you, this thing's real. It's as real as the cross. It's as real as the resurrection. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ is coming back and it could be today. It could be this very hour. I believe it's that close, amen. I don't believe the rapture is a figment of my imagination. Why? Because the Bible teaches it. That's why. And I believe this book. Brother Benny made a statement a while ago about other, other, other Bibles, amen, other books, he ain't a Bible, amen, about the blood. Did you know there, there are other what they call Bibles, uh, that take they they took out the blood. If you if you look at the NIV Bible, it took sixty six thousand words are not in that book that's in this Bible. Sixty six thousand words, and some of them not just words. They took out the whole scripture and everything they took out of that Bible. You know what it can deals with? It deals with the deity of Christ, the sonship of Christ, and the blood of Jesus Christ. If you take out the deity of Christ, and you take out the sonship of Christ, and you take out the blood, that's not a Bible, y'all, amen. It's just a book. And by the way, NIV, nothing interesting version, amen. And there's nothing in there, amen, that even interests me if you read it. By the way, you'll find out, amen, that if you look at it in Jehovah's Witness Bible and compare them, it's almost the same Book, amen. And they leaving out Jesus Christ in the blood. It's not a figment of our imagination, y'all. This ain't some fairy tale 
Brother Beardy, that somebody made up one day about the Lord Jesus Christ coming back and going to take people out of the world. And well, man, they must be smoking something. Boy, they must have been on something high. They must have been on something good when they can't. No, it's nothing like that. It's real. This is real, y'all. This is real stuff this morning, amen. And we went through a whole year of cooling down, not even thinking that the Lord Jesus Christ could have come back in the midst of COVID. And what if he, what if he had of, amen? I mean, we shut our doors. Uh, we shut the church down. We wasn't even coming in to scared to death, amen. What if the Lord would have come back, amen? Well, he could. He could, amen. It's not some story that was fabricated out of Hollywood. Amen. No, this comes right out of the Word of God this morning. Amen. This, this could be that day that Jesus is coming. And watch this in our text. We see a, a spiritual saint, a man by the name of John. John the Revelator. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Then we see a supernatural sound, and that's Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Speaking in this verse. And then in this verse, amen, we see a, a scriptural sight Amen. All of that's in verse 1 of, of, of Revelation chapter 4. We see a spiritual saint, supernatural sound, and then we see a scriptural sight called what we say is the rapture. John saying, come up hither. Amen. And I believe it could take place. John is standing. Watch this. He's standing on the threshold. He's pinning down these words. Amen. He's about to write one of the greatest books in all the Word of God. And he begins to pin down these scriptures. Uh, amen. Uh, this morning. And, and when you read the book of Revelation. Uh, amen. You'll, you'll see that John. He talks about a jubilation. Amen. In the book of Revelation. There's going to be a great jubilation period. Amen. And that'll take place in heaven. Then he talks about the tribulation that's going to take place on earth. Amen. Then he talks about uh, uh, the manifestation uh, 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 of the angelic uh, beings, amen, that are going through it to and fro in heaven and in earth. He talks about all of those angelic beings in this book, amen. Then he talks about, uh, uh, amen, the annihilation of kings and kingdoms, amen, and, and how all things are going to be brought to an end. All that's in this book, uh, amen. And then he, he, then he talks about, uh, amen, uh, the change, amen. There's going to be a great change change one day there is going to be a great change amen and all of everything amen that John he talks about who's in charge amen and by the way it's not the one sitting on the seat of the white house amen the one that's in charge is sitting on the throne in heaven amen and Jesus is in charge the Bible says the earth bless God is his footstool amen I don't care what Joe Biden or anybody else in this world says amen Jesus Christ is still in charge this morning morning, amen, and they can't change that, and they're talking about culture change, amen, they can't change us unless we let them change us, amen, the Bible, hey, read your Bible this morning, amen, did they not take Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego out, amen, of their homeland, took them to a, a different place called Babylon and tried to change their culture, tried to change who they were, but it didn't work then, and it ain't gonna work now, why, because the same God that was in charge then is the same God that's in charge now. Amen. God's in charge of this thing and John talks about all of that. He talks about the change. Amen. The tribulation. Then he talks about the glorification of the saints of God. Amen. In the church in Revelation. And every bit of what I just told you hinges on this one verse in this book. Amen. I've been in, this is my 13th church that I've been in since February the 7th. And I'm telling you this morning, there's a cooling down process that's going on among God's people concerning the rapturing of the church. Amen. There's a cooling down process. I'm afraid that people have become complacent in this world. Amen. This is not our home. If you don't get anything out of what this preacher's telling you this morning, amen, this ain't our home. If you're saved, washed in the blood, born again, blood-bought child of God, you listen to me, this world is not our home. We're just passing through 
through here. Amen. And we're going somewhere else. Amen. There's a city of builders whose makers is God this morning. Amen. This ain't the place. It never was intended for us to remain here. Bless God. We're out of here one day. Amen. There's been a cooling down process. There was a time when folks would run the aisles and shout, amen, when we talked about the rapture of the church. Half of y'all are going to look like you're going to sleep on me. I come to preach to you this morning, amen. You better wake up because the next sound you hear might be that of the trumpet, amen. Amen. And listen, uh, there was a time, amen, when they preached about the rapture or they sung about the rapture, amen. Uh, uh, boy, we, we'd shout and run the aisles and say, thank God He's coming. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. Uh, but now, amen, people are yawning, looking at their watch. Uh, amen. Saying, God, uh, it's already 10 after 12 and He ain't even got started in the met. Nope. I'm still on the introduction. Amen. Boy, there was a time, boy, we we say preach on, preacher. But now, boy, they get on social media. Hey, man, they want to know when we're going to get out. Uh, I'm afraid what's happened is we've gotten uh, so settled in this world uh, that we have forgot there is another world. Amen. They lost their thrill for the next one. I don't know what thrills you this morning. Amen. But it ain't Disney World that thrills me. Amen. It ain't Carowinds in Charlotte that thrills me this morning. Amen. I, I don't get a thrill from appeal. Amen. I get a thrill. Amen. When I read this book and it tells me that my blessed Redeemer is coming back and it might be soon that He's going to get us out of this old mess. He's taking us out of this old world. And you know what I say? The sooner the better. Amen. John saw it all. And at the end, John pinned down. Even so, come quickly Lord Jesus amen are we that excited about the coming of the Lord this morning does it not thrill you amen that he's coming John gives us three things in this one verse I'll give you those three things and we'll go home and I hope it'll help you this morning there's three things that come out of this verse amen that, that I believe I'm tangled up that I, that I believe amen will help you Hey, to realize, amen, the importance of the rapturing of the church. Number one, if you're writing these down, you might want to write this down. When John talks about the reality of the rapture, watch this. The first thing we see in this verse is this. John's, amen, looking. The Bible says in this verse, he said, after this, after, after this, He said, I, what? Looked. John's looking, amen. John's looking. He's looking, amen. And by the way, let me say this. John's looking patiently, amen. John, when he writes this down, amen. John, he said, after this, I looked. After what? What? After what? Amen. What's going to happen after the rapture, amen? Uh, uh, listen, uh, uh, I, what, no, I never noticed this before until about 5.30 this morning. Watch this. The very first word in that chapter is what? What's the last word? Hereafter. <laughs> amen. The first word is after. The, set, the very last word, amen, is hereafter. Uh, amen. John's looking, uh, amen, because John realized uh, that after this, after what? Uh, after everything that John saw, uh, after everything that John had been through, uh, John realized there's a hereafter. Amen. And John was looking to the hereafter, y'all. Uh, amen. This ain't it. Uh, there's something more beyond uh, what we see right now. Uh, amen. There is a uh, hereafter, amen. I'm telling you this morning that there's something after all of this, after what we see, after we leave this world. Listen, you might not make it by the way of the rapture. You could have a heart attack and die and leave this world today. If Jesus don't come back, you could go out of here and get hit by a car and leave this world today. I don't care how you leave it. I just know we all leaving it one day and there's something after this. It's called the hereafter, amen. Amen. And John had his eyes. John's looking, amen, after all of this, after everything he saw and everything he went through, 
John had his eyes fixed on the hereafter, amen. And I'm afraid we have lost sight of what's hereafter, amen. We have gotten so complacent. We have gotten so concerned. We have gotten so adjusted to this world that we forgot. There's going to be a hereafter one day. Hey man, there's going to be a hereafter one day. Hey, there ain't but two places you're going. Hey man, there ain't but two places after this place. It's called heaven or hell this morning. Amen. And John seen it and John wrote about it. Amen. And John, John's looking. He's looking for the hereafter. Amen. He, he, didn't want, he didn't want his eyes to get too used to what he's looking at down here. He didn't want his eyes to get too adjusted to what was going on down here. John was focused on the hereafter. Amen. I want to be looking, don't you? I want to be looking, listen to me, not not, not for the now and now. Isn't isn't it not amazing, amen, that we've got everything, we're so accustomed to what's going on right now, we've gotten so used to right now, what's going on, the now and now, amen, living now and now, living by the moment, living in the moment, living for the moment. What about for the rapture of the church, amen? What about when you're going to leave here? Amen. We're, we're so, here's, here's what we are. Amen. Hey, there ain't a person in here. Now, I might be wrong, maybe, maybe one or two outside myself that got up this morning thinking this could be the day Jesus come back. Did you? Did you get up this morning and go to the window and say, Good morning, Lord? Sure would be a good day for you to come back. Most people got up this morning and didn't say good morning, Lord. Majority of the people got up this morning and said good Lord this morning. And we don't even have our mind on the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know why? Because we're so adjusted to, to the now and now. Right now, most people are, are concerned about what's coming 4th of July. Vacation time, where are we going to go, what are we going to do. And listen, y'all, I'm the same way. Amen. I mean, we're, we're, making, we're, we're, we're making reservations and we're doing things for what's down the road that we're not even concerned about this thing called the rapturing of the church and the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. The greatest event in all history is going to take place and the majority of people, including God's people, are not even looking for it to happen this Sunday morning. John was looking. John's looking patiently. Hey man, how, how do you know John's looking patiently? Well, when you read this, hey man, uh, and you read about what happens in chapter two and chapter three of the book of Revelation, I'll tell you what happens, hey man. John saw it all. John saw the good, the bad, and the ugly of the church, hey man. Uh, John looked at all these churches. Uh, John looked at the church age. Uh, John looked at church history. John looked at those seven churches, hey man. Uh, and here's what he saw. He saw they lost their first love. Amen. When you read about those seven churches, amen, it said they had lost their first love. John saw that. He saw the worldliness of the church. He saw the deadness of the church. He saw, amen, the church at its best. And then he saw the church at its worst. He saw the church on fire. And then he saw the church in a lukewarm condition. Amen. They weren't hot or cold. Amen. It made God sick on his stomach. Amen. The Bible says he'd rather you be hot or cold or his spirit you out of his mouth to be lukewarm and John saw every bit of it and what John saw was not a pretty picture, amen but can I say this after being on the Isle of Patmos all that time and we really don't know how long John was out there but we do know this, amen, the Isle of Patmos was a place of pain and it was a place of loneliness and everybody in here has got that Isle of Patmos amen, everybody's been in here has been through a time that you've been in pain and you've been through some loneliness and you've been through some dryness and you've been through some deadness and John saw all of that and went through every bit of that and at the end of seeing all of that waiting patiently John said I never lost sight he said I never lost sight after I saw the persecution of the church the suffering of the saints he said I never lost sight that Jesus could come that there's going to be a hereafter one day I don't know what you're going through. Amen. I don't know what you're facing. 
I don't know what you've been through. I know what I've been through. I know what my family's been through. I know what, what people tell me they've been through. I know this, bless God. Hey, we've been through a lot, but don't you dare lose sight. Amen. Don't you let this world, amen, blind you from the fact that Jesus Christ is coming and it might be today. Are you looking for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ? It might be right now. Amen. Just look patiently. Amen. I believe John, not only was it a patient look, it was a personal look because my Bible says, after this, I looked. Can I say this? Not out, of, not out of meanness, okay? I can't look for you. Brother Dennis can't look for you. You gotta be looking for the Lord yourself. You gotta be looking for the coming of the Lord yourself. Amen, it's a, it's a patient look, but it's also a personal look, amen. John was looking. John was looking after everything he'd been through, after all the pain, all the suffering, all the agony, after seeing everything that the church would go through. John never lost sight. I say we get our eyes focused again. Been a cooling down process on this thing of the rapture of the church. Amen. When's the last time? Have you had that conversation with your family? If you ain't, today would be a good day to go home and let your kids know there's coming a time. Amen. You better be ready to go. Amen. There's coming a time you better be ready because, listen, we might not be in church when it happens. Bible tells me they're going to be two at work, one going to disappear. They're going to be two in bed, one going to disappear. That means it can happen at any time, at any day. Amen. Two in the field, one going to disappear. I'm telling you, amen, it's going to happen. And when it happens, it's going to be suddenly, it's going to be quick. And you better teach your children. Amen. They need to be looking for it. No, maybe you don't teach them because you ain't looking for it. Are you looking for Jesus to come today? Because he's going to come. Hey man, he's only taking those that are looking, waiting, watching, loving his appearing. Amen. Have you taught your children they better be ready? You know what that means? They better be saved. Amen. Amen. They, better, they better know that they've been saved. They better know that they've been born again. Because Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot even see the kingdom of God. Did we not realize the importance of this thing now? There ought to be some family time. There ought to be some family devotions again. You ought to get a family altar again and get your family around that altar and start praying that everybody in the home be ready when Jesus comes. John was looking. But not only was John looking, watch this. Not only was John looking and John was looking patiently, amen, but then John was listening. He said, after this, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me. Not only was he looking, but the Bible says John's listening. And he's not just listening to any voice. <laughs> The Bible says John saw a door open up. And as one come through that door, and he said, I, I heard the first voice. Hey, man, it wasn't just any voice hey, that came out of that door, hey, amen. Uh, John said that door opened and something, uh, hey, man, the voice came out of that door and the voice coming out of that door, hey, man, uh, it was a voice. Hey, man, the first, can I say this? The first voice you hear, <laughs> when we get over yonder, it ain't gonna be that of your mama. It ain't gonna be that of your daddy. It ain't gonna be that of your spouse or your children or your best friend. John said the first voice. Amen. John heard a voice coming out of that door. When that door was opened up, bless God, that door's going to open up one day and he's going to step out. Here it is and it's going to be a familiar voice. Amen. I believe it was a familiar voice to John. Say, preacher, how do you know that? Because for three and a half years, John was with that voice. John heard that voice. John heard him praying. Amen. In the wee hours of Mark chapter 1, before the coming up of the sun, John would hear him praying. John heard him praying in the garden. 
Hey man, John heard him when he said, Let not. Hey man, my will be done. But let not will be done. John knew that voice that had prayed. John knew that voice that had preached. Hey man, John knew. Hey, when you get over to Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7, he, he, he heard that voice preach on the Mount of Transfiguration, the greatest sermon's ever been preached. He heard the preaching voice. Aren't you glad when the preacher preaches? There's a voice that begins to speak to you, and it's a familiar voice, and you know that it's him speaking to you. Amen. I know we'll know that voice. Those that are saved, the redeemed of God will know Him. How are you going to know, preacher? Because He speaks to me through His Word. Amen. Amen. That's why you need to read it. And you need to read it. And you need to read it. And you need to read it. In order to get up and read the Word of God, you ought to go to bed reading the Word of God. It ought to be a familiar voice to you. Because one day he's going he's to call us, amen. He's going to do exactly what John said he's going to do. He's going to step out somewhere, amen. In the portals of time, he's going to step out. He's going to say, come up hither. It's a familiar voice. I know his voice when he speaks to me. My wife recently asked me, she said, how do you know? She said, how do you know God really told you to leave the church? I said, because I know him. I know him. I knew when he called me there. 22 years I spent my life, I knew it was him. And I I knew it was him when he said, it's done. You've done all you can there. I know his voice I got familiar with 38 years ago. I know when God speaks to me. Do you? John did. John said it's a familiar voice. I know that voice. It's the first voice you go hear. When we step inside, he's going to be there in the door. Amen. He is the door. Amen. And we're going to see him. And you're going to hear the well done. My good and faithful servant enter in to the glories of the Lord. It's going to be him. Amen. It's a familiar voice, but then it's a firm voice. John said it was like a trumpet. John, John said, I heard. The first voice I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me. It's a firm voice. See, Brother Benny, somebody could have slipped in this door back there right in the middle of service with a trumpet. And they could have been playing on that thing as low as they possibly could back there trying to disguise it being a trumpet. But I don't care how you try to disguise it. Everybody in here would have heard it. And you would have known it was a trumpet. And the devil might try to disguise that voice. But when that voice sounds, when it calls, when it thunders out, hey man, I don't care where you are, I don't care where you're at, hey man, you're going to hear that voice, hey man, because it's a firm, I tell you how firm it is, hey man, those that are buried six feet under the ground, hey man, are going to hear that voice, hey man, you can't disguise it, you can't hide it, hey man, when he calls, bless God, I don't care where you're at, you can be underneath the earth six feet down in a box and still hear that voice, hey man. It's a firm voice, it's a familiar voice. John was listening. John was looking. John was waiting. Hey Amen. Watch this. Not only was he looking, not only was he listening, but then he's leaving. He's leaving. And here's what I like about this verse. I never knew this. It never caught my eye. Sometimes you just got to go to bed praying, God, they need a message down there at that church and I need to preach in the morning and you got to give me something. And look what it says. He's leaving. Notice this. In his leaving, the Bible says, I heard a voice talking with me. He's listening. And the first 
everything that voice says. Whew. You're going to get this. He said, come. 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 You don't get it, do you? I didn't either until 530 this morning. How many in here have a desire to go? You really got a desire to go to heaven. If you're saved, you got a desire to go. But it didn't say go, did it? He said, come. What's that mean? That means those that are in heaven have a greater desire for you to be there <laughs> than we do about going. If there's one in heaven that's saying, come, come. he got a desire. As much as I got a desire to go, he's got a desire for us to come. And he wants to see us as bad as we want to see him. He said, come, 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 come. Boy, I got to thinking about that earlier this morning. How much the Lord desires to see us. I got a desire to go. Y'all, it'd be all right with me if we go right now. I don't, I've never been so ready to go in all my life as I am right now. Amen. At the trumpet sound, bless God, I'm ready to go. They can have this mud pit. Amen. They can have this mud ball. Bless God. Amen. He's prepared a better place, a greater place. Amen. That place where he is. Amen. He's got a desire for us to be there because he says, come. Have you ever wondered? Have you ever wondered why our loved ones have to go? Why did Preacher Howard have to die like he did? Why did he have to go? Could it not be that God has such a great desire to see them that he just can't wait anymore? So he just calls them on home. I wonder who would be the first to next. I wonder who would be the next one that the Lord Jesus Christ has such a great desire to see that even he can't wait to the rapture of the church. And he just takes us home because he has such a great desire to see us. Does he have a desire to see you? You think about that. The way you live, the way you act, the way you treat him, the way you treat the church. In one day, in one week, out the next, up and down, in and out all the time. There's no steadfast anymore. So complacent with this place that we forgot about that place. And he has such a desire to see us. I see the desire. Come. Oh, come. But then we see the direction. What does he say after come? Watch this. He's leaving, y'all. Come what? Up. We see the desire. I'm closing. Then, then we see the direction up. See, when he saves you, he changes your direction. Amen. I wasn't going up one day. I was going down. Amen. But now through him, now because of him, Amen. Now when he calls, amen, I get to go up with the rest. Amen. I don't, I, I don't have to go down. I don't have to stay here. I don't have to remain. Bless God. We get to go up. If he's ever saved you, he changed your direction. Amen. And if that ain't something to shout about, I don't know what is. I was on my way to hell one day, but bless God this morning, I'm on my way to heaven. Amen. And look where it says, to come up, we see, we see the desire, we see the direction, then we see the destiny. Heather. That's not, if you're from the north, you don't know what I'm talking about. He said, come up, Heather. If you're from the south, you know what that word means. That means, boy, come here. If my grandma said, come Heather, 
And boy, you knew you better get in there quick. You, better, you knew you better get in there right now. Hey man, it's a word that means come up right here. And there's coming a day. There's coming a time. He's going to say come up. Hey man, come. I've got a desire to see you. I know you've got a desire to see me. I put it off long enough. Come. I want you to come up. I want you to come right here. Woo, glory to God, we're going to see him. John is leaving. I wonder, time out. Can I have five minutes? <laughs> I wonder, Benny. Brother Chris, I wonder. John's fixing to leave. John's fixing to go. I wonder if you could stop John right before he left, if you could stop him, and you would ask him, John, living out there on the Isle of Patmos, living out there in all that pain and persecution and suffering and agony and loneliness, was it worth it? Was it worth it? And I believe old John would look back and tell us it was worth every trial. It was worth every mile. It was worth every valley and it was worth every hill. I believe old John would look back at this whole world and say, bless God, it was worth it all. It was worth it all. I'm going to tell you one day, hey man, we're going to leave this world. And when we leave this world, hey man, and we step into that world and we leave all glimpse of this world, we lose all glimpse. We lose everything about this place. Hey man, ain't it amazing? Boy, we just start sitting around sometimes. You ever thought about leaving? Boy, you get to my age, you start thinking about it a lot. And then we thought, here's what we do. We start thinking, man, my grandkids, I ain't going to get to see them if I, if I live 10 more years and if the Lord lets me live that long, I'm not going to see them. I won't get to see them get married. I won't get high. The next thing you know, the devil's got you in that place where you don't want to leave. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> Life's going to go on. Amen, life's going to go on. And I promise you, when he opens up that door and he steps out and we hear the first voice saying, come, come up hither. And we leave here and we go there. When we step in there, hey man, we lose everything about this place. We ain't worried about the grandkids. We ain't worried about the spouse. We ain't worried about the children. Hey man, we ain't worried about the church. Hey man, we just, hey, he takes that and he wipes away all our tears. But that ain't gonna happen if you ain't ready to go. That ain't gonna happen, none of that. None of what I just said is going to happen if you ain't looking, if you ain't listening. Because if you ain't looking and you ain't listening, bless God, you ain't leaving. But if you're looking and you're listening, you're going to be leaving one day. Soon and very soon, we are going to see the king soon and very soon. We are going to see the king. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to see the king. I don't have to go back to 109 Pilots Ridge Drive, Bessemer City, North Carolina to get anything to leave. When I left this morning, I kissed her goodbye. I said, honey, I'll see you soon. And it would be all right with me if I see her here, if I see her there. It doesn't matter. I've got a longing to go. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? As we stand and they come and get us home. He's looking, he's listening, 
He's leaving. And there was a time in the church when people, preachers preached about this and song leaders and, song, and musicians and, and they sung about it. Man, we'd be shouting. We'd be praising God because we was ready to go. Something's happened. Something's happened in our churches. It's been a cooling down process on this thing called the rapture, the coming of the Lord. Does it not mean anything to us anymore? Y'all, are we not ready to go? My heads are bowed and eyes are closed and no one's looking around. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? You're here this Sunday morning. You say, preacher, I, I don't know if I'm ready or not. I can tell you, if you don't know, you're not ready. You're not ready. You're not, and if you're not, you can be. They're coming. They're still, they're down here. They're praying. Do you need to come? Do you need to come this Sunday? Do you need to have a talk with the Lord? Amen. And make sure that you're ready. Young people, are you ready? Mom, dad, grandma, grandma. Listen, grandma. Are you ready? Grandpa, are you ready? Sunday school teachers, deacons, preachers, Christian people. Are we really ready this Sunday morning? What if he would have come back five minutes ago? Would you still be here? If you're not sure you ought to get on this altar and pray, you ought to make sure you're ready to go because Jesus is coming, y'all. Jesus is coming. He's coming. He's coming. You know what we ought to be praying? We ought to be praying even so. Come quickly. Come quickly, Lord. Come quickly, Lord. Because we know that's the only hope we have is for the Lord Jesus Christ to come. Are you ready? Do you need to come? He's coming, y'all. Why they're still praying? He's coming, church. Are you ready? Daddies? Mamas? Children? Are you ready? Somebody going to be left behind. You hear me? According to this book, there'll be two in bed and one disappear. There'll be two at work and one will disappear. Daddy, what would it be to wake up and your family be gone and them children be gone and you be left here? It don't have to be like that. It don't have to be that way. You can be ready. Mama. I don't, I don't want to go without my family, y'all. That's why we need to tell them. That's why we need to spend time with them. That's why they need to know and make sure why. Because he's coming. He's coming. They're still praying you need to come. How's it going to be on that day? How's, how's it going to be on that day for you? Is he going to call your name? If your name ain't recorded in the Lamb's book of life, you ain't going. You ain't going. But if it is, if it is, bless God you can't miss it. They're still praying you need to come. 